baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Amy Marks, Coors, Chris Ranji on KMOX. And uh, we've got the start of Hanukkah that is coming up here very, very soon. We also have the um, at the Schnooks Ledoux Crossing Shopping Center tomorrow from 6 until 7 p.m. Uh, pretty important event, uh, Barnes & Noble there. Let's uh, bring in our next guest, Rabbi Shmuel Miller, head of the School of the H.F. Epstein Hebrew Academy uh, here in St. Louis with us on KMOX. Good to see you. How are Good you? Good to see you too, Chris. Good morning. Good morning, Amy. It's Good wonderful morning. to be here. So tell us about what's happening tomorrow um, at Schnooks. So this is my third year here in St. Louis, and um, this has been going on for 28 years. Then I realized the flyer says 28 years every year. <laughs> so um, oh. <laughs> so I, uh, it, may, it may be over 28 years, but it's incredible. It's just really this opportunity for people of all backgrounds and actually of all, of all faiths to kind of get a taste of what you know, Hanukkah is about. All of our students come from Epstein Hebrew Academy. Uh, our art teacher runs a STEM program, and there is gelt. Gelt is a Yiddish word for chocolate candy that is given out, and dreidels and candles, and storytelling with uh, one of our uh, you know, senior uh, and longtime teachers, Jackie Oppenheimer. And I get a chance to speak, and maybe I'll sing a little bit as well. But it really is bringing people together, and it, it raises the awareness of the holiday and the idea of light. <laughs> yes. Of light. Yes. Good. Yeah. Well, and so Hanukkah begins the evening of December seventh, Thursday. Yeah. Thursday yep. Night, Thursday. Yeah. And so, and tomorrow will be the celebration at the Barnes and Noble at Schnooks Ledoux Crossing. And you mentioned people of other faiths as well. So you do not have to be Jewish to attend tomorrow's event. Have to event. be Jewish to attend. I think people are curious. I think also, especially. And this time, people actually want to show support. Um, mm-hmm. We'd mentioned beforehand just uh, how much is going on with the Jewish people, both locally and in Israel. Actually, any inspiration people get from now, it should be uh, really in the merit of uh, the Jewish hashes is coming home and those who need recovery of health and those who need to be comforted. Um, yeah, so people are really curious and people want to show support. I found that a lot, especially here in St. Louis. It's really heartwarming. I, I, I wonder if there are people who, um, if, if it's not your religion or if it's if you're not a particularly religious person to begin with, you can feel intimidated by something like this that isn't that isn't you don't feel like it's for you. But this is not like that. This is the kind of thing where anybody can go. Oh, 100 yeah. percent. We, we do it. at We do it at Barnes and Noble. It is yeah. completely celebratory. It's not the religious experience. That's two nights later. It's much more the message. And that's the truth is with with all of our Jewish holidays, there's the historical element and there's a timeless message of it. So not at all a a, a religious ceremony, uh, much more of a of a celebration and a I'll call it like a Hanukkah pregame show. <laughs> I like it. Everybody understands a pregame. Yeah, I like it. A pregame. So and I know you. Uh, can share with us some of the the meaning and the history behind it uh, and would love to hear you do that. And before you do, you had a special dedication, right? Yeah, yeah. I actually want to dedicate, you know, um, and especially in a school when you have students from the ages of 2 to 18, mm-hmm. how to keep the situation in Israel and keep us all connected to our our Jewish extended family has been challenging. We try to do something every day, whether it's giving charity or saying special prayers. But I um, actually want to dedicate this, especially for the remaining hostages 
um, that have not been brought home in good health. And uh, every day is a miracle that we hear good news. And uh, especially to one particular one who's a who's a, a child, a friend of ours, who has now been away for, been a hostage for over 50 days. His Hebrew name is Daniel Shimon Ben Sharon, Daniel Simon, uh, the son of Sharon. And that uh, he should be amongst all those that come home safely mm-hmm. and we should experience peace. So thank you for that opportunity. Really appreciate it. Mm, thank you for sharing. Our hearts are um, broken for them and their family. Yeah. So yeah. we will hold out hope. Yes, hold hope, out hope and keep on doing good stuff. <laughs> are, are, uh, how are, I don't know how many families you've been able to to speak with, if any, um, about that. How are, how are they holding up as well as you know? Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. So um, I have I have children and grandchildren, and my aunts and uncles, and my mother lives there. So I really get a okay. lot of information. Uh, they're not on the front lines, thank God, but uh, I we, we do have firsthand stories of families that are just it's it, it's it's very interesting. Outside of the line of fire, I would say outside of Israel, there's sometimes like a lot of static and noise and anxiety. And Israel is like most of the, the Israelis and the Jewish people there are focused on doing something. Either they're comforting, they're helping, they're supporting, they're praying, they're mourning, they're doing something. And I think that's the overwhelming response. What can we do to make, you know, to do good? Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I, I think that's that's really it. There's been a, a, I must say, there's been a spiritual revival, not even necessarily religious, but even a lot of the, you know, Israelis and Jewish people there that may have not been so connected their spirituality are really doing so because they're trying to draw on something timeless, trying to draw on a source that will kind of really, really bring miracles. And this is a season for miracles and we need a whole bunch of them. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, and with this holiday, you mentioned it's a celebration of light. Um, and so, so important, especially important to have the celebration of light when there is so much darkness out there, you continue to celebrate light, lift up light, be lifted up by it. Um, explain to us, maybe some of us who aren't as familiar with the holiday, we, we know it. Uh, do you recognize the menorah? And then you're like, and that's, just the, ex- that's the extent of my knowledge. <laughs> right. So I'll give a little bit of history. You know, there's, there's a historical element and there's a timeless element. Not everything that happened in Jewish history has become a holiday. Like the walls of Jericho fell, we don't have a holiday for that. So there's a there's a timelessness, there's a timeless message for it. Uh, just some context: the word Chanukah, it's like the clearing the throat sound. You know, Chanukah uh, has multiple meanings. You can actually split the word into two. Chanukah could be Chanu, which means we rested. Ka are the two letters in Hebrew that add up to twenty-five. So on the twenty-fifth day of the month of Kislev, which is you know which is this week, um, is when we rested from the battle. But the root of the word is actually dedication and education because um, historically, 2,100 years ago is when we rededicated the second temple. The Greeks were ruling over Jerusalem um, and we we stood up to our values. It's very interesting. Um, in fact, the underlining of Hanukkah is, a, is, is much more hidden. You know, we, we celebrate the, the Jewish pieces, but what we stood for was very powerful. Um, and someone approached me over at, uh, at the Schnucks like we, last week, not... Not a Jewish individual, but they somehow thought that I looked like a rabbi. 
And they said, I need to ask you a question, I need to ask you a question. I can never go just shopping just to get what I need to shop and leave. There's always a, um, so. It's like a magnet. It's all, yeah, it's a, it says across my forehead. Hey, I'm available for any questions. He knows, I know he knows. <laughs> so, uh, so she, she comes up to me and says, tell me, I'm not Jewish. I don't know anything about Hanukkah. Tell me what Hanukkah is all about in one line. Oh, wow. Right? And then you make a very deep, deep uh, meditation and prayer. I hope the right thing comes out. And, and I shared with her the following. I said, Hanukkah, really, the message is, is more important than being alive is knowing what you're living for. It's a very powerful thing. We're seeing that a lot. Like, what, what are we living for? And that's actually more important than just the fact that we're alive. And, and the Hanukkah story is very interesting like that. You know, the Greeks didn't want to murder the Jews. It wasn't a genocide time. They just want us to buy into their culture. And if you think about it, a lot of our American culture is based on Greek culture, the fact that we have philosophy, established education in our country, government, literature, sports, you know, all these things are good things. But there was also an underpinning that didn't that didn't resonate with the Jewish people. And the underpinning was like in the, in, the, in the simplest form is who knows best? Do I know best or does God know best? And the Jewish people uh, embrace that, that God ultimately knows best. The right and wrong, the good and bad are really defined by that. And we try to lift towards that. And that's that that benefits humanity. It's actually a very much a universal uh, universal truth. So um, so that battle twenty one hundred years ago, the the Maccabees stood up to that, and it was that itself was a miracle. In fact, you have the the strongest military you know nation in the world, the Greeks fighting. Uh, just think about like you know five Hasidic rabbis walking around. It's like it, it didn't make sense that we won and we pushed them off. It wasn't even like a a victory forever. It was just a relief that we're able to continue serving in the temple. Um, but the, the second part of the Hanukkah story is that right away, you mentioned this idea of light, we wanted to do something. We could have just said, okay, we won, we cleaned up the temple, let's just kind of rest and kind of, you know, lick our wounds and wait. But right away, we need to do something which is spiritual. And everything was defiled in the temple. They broke everything. But there was one cruise of oil that still had the high priest's signet on it which means just pure oil. Now, the menorah, which is the candelabra, which is in the temple, was actually the size of a human being. It's about six feet tall. And that was lit every single day. But they only had one cruise of oil, which is enough for one day. So it takes about seven days to go up north, get the oil, get the olives pressed and come down. And maybe most people would have said, you know what, let's just wait. Let's just wait till we can do it right. And I said, no, we need to do it with what we have. And that's a sublime miracle of Hanukkah, that the, this oil not just lasted one day, but extended long enough until there was replacement. And it seems like a small thing, um, but it's actually a very sublime message of, of I need, in whatever situation we need, in whatever situation we're in, to really, to really contribute, to do whatever we can with what we have. You know, we were speaking before we got on about, like, what can I do here in St. Louis and what can I do in the world? But the truth is our philosophy is whatever good you do affects everyone. It really is. And we, we do that not just within our faith. We do that between people um, because everyone has an image of God in them. Everyone has a soul and we need to kind of cherish that. Um, so that's that's the message of, of light and Hanukkah and being proactive and, and realizing what is our what is our it with a capital I? <laughs> what is the ultimate thing that, that drives us and moves us? And that's also the beauty of it. Tomorrow night uh, from 6 until 7 p.m. at the Schnooks Ledoux Crossing Shopping Center at 170 and Ledoux Road. 
uh, will be this celebration, and uh, uh, Rabbi Shmuel Miller will be hosting. It's good to have you in. Thank, Thank you, you. For, for taking the time today. We really do appreciate you coming by. <sighs> it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much, Amy, Thank Chris. You. Take care. That is Amy Marks Kors. I'm Chris Ranji on KMOX. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 